Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is J.D. Frost. He is the author of a new book called The Life Ledger, How to Build a System to Reach Your Goals. He is also a CPA at the firm of Croft and Frost, based in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, J.D. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jordan. Just give us a brief history of how you got to to where you are now uh, in order to write this book. Yeah, well, um, I started my own accounting firm in 2012, and in 2019, beginning of 2020, um, became business partners with uh, Paul Croft, um, where the Croft and Frost came from. And um, in 2018, I actually started getting on social media, started uh, coming across a lot more clients and uh, entrepreneurs uh, through social media and online relationships, and started a uh, relationship with a media company called Two Market Media, and a part of that was uh, writing a book. And so I had never been much of a reader myself um, until... um, until really I got sober, and that was in 2018. And so the thought of writing a book and being able to impact so many other people's lives, like my life has been impacted by so many authors, um, I just thought that would be a really interesting and uh, and neat way to reach people that maybe I would never meet one day. And uh, that is what happens uh, through the uh, power of writing a book. Indeed. I'm really um, thrilled and and uh, and humbled by uh, that opportunity that I've gotten. So let's kind of talk at a broad level of of goal setting. Uh, you say people need a system to reach their goals. Is this a problem? Most people don't set goals and therefore don't reach them. Or kind of what's the problem that you're trying to solve here? Yeah. So the problem that I'm trying to solve is um, uh, I see a lot of clients, a lot of customers, uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, individuals, um, not really uh, reaching their goals, not even knowing what their goals are, not being clear about what they want out of life, whether it's relationship-based. doesn't have to be just money-based, but since we're on this show, we'll revolve it around money, I'm sure. But people have a certain retirement amount they want to get to. They have a certain business revenue they want to be achieving or an income revenue, uh, individual income revenue that they want to achieve. And Harvard actually did a business study that showed that only 1% of people actually write their goals down every single day. And one of my mentors, Grant Cardone, at the very beginning of my relationship with him and his business, uh, he said the number one um, activity that he would attribute all of his success to is writing down his goals every single day, twice a day. And so in November of 2019, as I was changing my business and uh, changing just my own mindset, I decided I'm going to be the person that writes down their goals twice a day and talks about it and shows people how to do it and how to stay consistent with it. And I've done that myself since November of 2019. So the fact that people aren't writing down their goals, I think, prevents them from being able to reach their goals because they're not clear about what they are. And also, when people start doing this, they don't have a system that keeps them doing it over and over and over again. They're just like a new workout program at the beginning of the year. 
Yeah. They don't you, have a system of accountability to help them to keep it do it to keep doing it. You begin your book with saying why you need to stop operating. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so operating to me um, is being on a hamster wheel. You know, you're continuing to work so hard, but you're not really getting anywhere. And so uh, constantly I hear business owners, entrepreneurs uh, saying, man, I'm just working really hard, but I'm not actually getting to the goal that I want. I'm not getting what I want. And so this Life Ledger book is a system on how to reach your goals. It's teaching you how to stop operating and actually do the activity day by day that is going to help you reach your goals. And the number one way to do that is to get clarity around what is that activity. So in the book, I relate time. You know, you've heard the old saying, time is money, right? So I hear a lot of people talking about financial freedom. I want to be free of my finances. I want to be financially free. I want to have passive income. I believe that the way that you manage your time and control your time is directly related to your ability to earn income. So the sooner we get control of the activity that we're doing during the day, the sooner we'll start to actually hit our financial goals. So then your second chapter is the importance of goal setting. If it's so important, why do so few people do it? Oh, so few people do it because I believe many people go around aimlessly not knowing exactly what they want. They think, um, you know, your average person out there, I believe, thinks they need to have a job, earning six figures, retire with a million or two million dollars, and then that'll be, that'll be it. That's all I need. Well, how are we actually going to approach that? I think that many people could do a whole lot more if they did write their goals down. But just like, you know, having the right diet or working out, I mean, we all know what's best for us, but that doesn't mean that we actually do it. And I think that having a system of accountability around that will keep us doing it from day in and day out. So then you say it's important to build conviction um, which is like you're able to meet your goals. Is that what you mean by conviction? Yes. I mean, in order to, like you were just saying, you know, if it's so important to write down our goals every day, why doesn't everybody do it? Well, I don't think that everybody's convicted that that is the, the one way that they're going to actually get what they want, whether it's monetarily, uh, financially, professionally, personally, um, we have to become convicted. And in order to develop conviction, you have to go through a certain amount of steps. I believe that uh, the first of those steps is to develop a discipline in your life. So you might have a discipline that you're going to get up and uh, by six o'clock every single morning, that discipline will eventually turn into a habit and that habit will turn into conviction. You don't have conviction without a first establishing discipline in your life. So a lot of people don't have discipline. They've not been brought up with discipline. Um, schools don't have as much discipline as they used to. How do you uh, impose discipline when you have not had a disciplined life so far? I think you got to increase your awareness. So I read this other book. One of the you know one of the reasons why I wanted to write a book was because of what I've learned from so many others. But I read this other book by Robin Sharma, The Everyday Hero Manifesto. And it talked about the more awareness you have, the better choices to make, the better results you will get. 
So in order for people to get more discipline in their life, they've got to learn. They've got to be aware of the fact that they have a lack of discipline, that they're not getting what they want. So a part of the life ledger is uh, one of the chapters is talking about life auditing. So auditing your life, the activity that you have every 30 minutes each and every day. If you audit what you're spending your time doing in those 30 minutes, that will make you more aware of where you might lack discipline in your life. And that would lead to why you might not be reaching your personal, professional, financial goals. So you, you say to build conviction, you need this discipline. I mean, most people are going to need somebody else to help them uh, hold them accountable. How do you yep. create that discipline and conviction without somebody? I mean, you don't have somebody with you all the time to kind of keep you on track. How do you do that? You've got to have somebody that is holding you accountable no matter what. And you've got to find a way to practice discipline each and every day on a very, very small scale. So in order to work the discipline muscle in your mind, uh, I talk about in the book, the daily five, the daily five is five simple things that you have complete control over. My daily five are beat the sun up, doing my daily devotional, um, working out, training or reading something every day, and then doing my daily ledger. Okay, which is my journal. So coming up with five things that you can do that you have complete control over. Some of those things, like some people start out with drinking a glass of water every day because they want to be hydrated more. It can be extremely simple. And the more simple, the better, because that starts to work the accountability muscle in yourself. Not only do you have to have somebody that's holding you accountable, but you got to learn to be a self-accountable person. So you're saying people can do it themselves to some extent. They may need somebody else, but you're not going to have somebody else with you all day, every day. Have, yeah, exactly. And that's why, yes, exactly. That's why you got to work that muscle. Just like, I mean, just like anything else. I mean, reconciling your bank statement or saving up money in order to build, buy the house that you want to one day. You've got to become aware that you have no discipline in your life. Okay. Most people don't. I would say 99% of people have no discipline in their life, not the discipline that we're talking about that's required to reach these huge goals that people uh, may not even know that they want to, but they have in the back of their mind. They have to have that awareness of, man, I really don't have a lot of discipline in my life. I have a guy who works, her, who works with us, works very, very closely with me, and he has been listening to this stuff for the last two years. And he finally admitted to himself, he finally became self-aware enough to say that he is just wrapped up in hesitation right now. Like he is just hesitating on every decision. And until he understood that and became self-aware of it, he was not able to make any different choices. He wasn't able to even establish discipline in his life. So the smaller things, the smaller, simpler things, the better because that can be built upon each and every single day after that. And it has to be down. You can't remember. You have to write these things down, you're saying, right? Yes. To accomplish, I say this all the time, to accomplish anything, you must write down something. Like if you want to accomplish things, it's crazy the power of writing down affirmations and goals. 
if you want to accomplish something, you write that goal down every single day, twice a day. Write it down four times a day, five times a day. The, the powerful thing is you will either do the activity that is required to make that thing happen over a long period of time, or you will stop writing it down. Yeah, very so, good. All right, we're going to take a break. Yeah. We're going to take a break now. This is uh, Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is J.D. Frost. He's the author of a new book called The Life Ledger, How to Build a System to Reach Your Goals. Uh, you can find out more at his website, thelifeledgerbook.com. We'll be back after this. Nobody likes the guy who says, I told you so. The guy in 1991 who said to you, invest in the internet, it's going to be huge. Or the guy in 1997 who said, come on, this is going to be big. They call it social media. And the guy in 2009 who said, I'm telling you, man, crypto is real. Now, I'm not going to be that guy who says, I told you so. But I am telling you that there is a 21-year-old international company where you can become a global project partner earning a passive income doing exactly what you're doing at this moment. No selling, no recruiting clients, no administering a business after hours. Visit www.mypassiveincome.life now. That's mypassiveincome.life. Don't let history repeat itself on this one. Earn a passive income. Now listen again. That's mypassiveincome.life. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is J.D. Frost. He is a CPA. He's the author of a new book called The Life Ledger, How to Build a System to Reach Your Goals. And there's a website related to that, which is thelifeledgerbook.com. Welcome back to the show, J.D. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. And you have another uh, website called jdfrost.today which has some other resources. Tell us what else is at that website. Yes, yes. So I've got another website that has some available resources. I've got linked to my podcast. Uh, it's called the Daily Ledger Podcast on there. That is a great way to stay connected. We have different online courses that are available. Um, and then also our Onward Accelerator Program, um, which is a every two-week Zoom call that we have to work with clients and entrepreneurs. And then we've got our blogs uh, that we uh, put out monthly. So do you work with people individually to help them do their life ledger and reach their goals? Yes. Yes. 
I um, so I coach one on one. I'm coaching a couple people right now, just on Instagram. So um, if you follow me on Instagram, it's at jdfrost.today. I did some live coaching just yesterday, actually, uh, specifically on Sundays. I'll I'll just ask people what their goals are, and we'll start writing down an action plan of how to actually make that happen. Um, it just becomes very clear to me when people get clear on their goals what activities on a daily basis it's going to take to get there and if they're in the right vehicle to actually make that happen. You know, sometimes people just aren't in the right vehicle. Yeah. Okay. Now you have a five-step process to do what we've been talking about here, the life ledger process to reach your goals. So let's start with step number one is what you call the creation foundation. What, what is in the creation foundation? Yes, yeah, so the creation uh, foundation is really building upon what you're doing on a daily basis. So we talked about it a little bit in the previous segment. We discussed the daily five. Your foundation is going to be these five things that you can get done no matter what. That's not dependent on anybody else, any other circumstances. This is something you have complete control over every single day. And preferably, you get these things done before your day even begins. You actually wake up early enough to get these things accomplished. But they don't have to be done uh, during the the morning time. But these are called the daily five. My daily five are beat the sun up. So I try to wake up before the sun rises. Um, It is working out, doing some kind of workout. Sometimes my workout could be just stretching. Like today, I just did uh, yoga for 10 minutes. Sometimes my workout could be running 10 miles. It depends on the day. But no matter what, I'm doing something to move my body one way or the other. And then the third thing is my daily devotional. And fourth is training and or reading. And then the fifth is my daily ledger, which is my journal. So the foundation, step one is creating this foundation of activities that you're doing each and every day where you're starting to build the muscle more and more of creating discipline in your life. Okay, and then the second step is what you call life mapping. Is that kind of what you want to accomplish in your life over the long term? What do you mean by life mapping? Life mapping is actually establishing what you are doing throughout the whole day. So, There's two ways of doing this. You can take what you did yesterday, break up the day into 30-minute increments, and remember, try to remember what you did during those 30-minute increments. And I think it's best to do this both, both ways, remembering what you did yesterday and then taking a day and writing it down each and every 30 minute increment, what you do from the time you get up to the time you go to sleep. So you're mapping out what your life actually looks like based off the activities that you're doing. So for me right now, I would say that, you know, when I get up in the morning, I typically look at my phone. I'm typically brushing my teeth. I'm typically getting ready to work out. You know, you want to write down and map out exactly what your day looks like. That's the second step. How do you allow your I mean, because not, not everything goes according to plan every half hour that you can know in advance. How does spontaneity or things coming up that you don't expect fit into this? Well, remember, all we're doing is mapping out what 
we are doing. So there's no, it's not a plan that we're laying out. It's literally bringing awareness to what we spent our last 30 minutes doing Uh on a typical day. So we're just documenting, basically. That's all we're doing. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Just just like, just, and so I'm an accountant, I'm an accountant by, you know, uh, by trade, right? So if you think about a general ledger for a business, it's all the transactions of the business, right? And that tells a story that gets allocated between assets and liabilities and income and expenses. So we've got to allocate our time to those things as well. And that leads into the third step. And the third step is life auditing. So after you have the the map, then you have to make sure that you're actually doing it. Is that what life auditing is? Well, the auditing is basically saying, okay, I've got these activities now documented, okay, and now I need to allocate them to different to uh, different assets and liability categories, okay? So I've got to decide, is this an activity that is an asset, which is bringing future benefit to my life, or is this a liability, bringing future obligation to my life? So binging on Netflix could be a liability because that's bringing future obligation because I didn't get done what I was supposed to get done. Or taking 30 minutes to work out would be an asset. So you use your goals as a filter to decide whether or not an activity is an asset or a liability. Yes. Okay, and then you're saying basically you should create an asset-only life. How can you avoid all liabilities? The way you avoid all liabilities is you're very clear on what your what your direction is in reaching your goals. So let me give you an example. I used to think that sleep was like just a waste of time. I think I was a little bit of a workaholic at one point in time. So, you know, I didn't want to like taking naps or something during the middle of the day was like, oh, that's just that's such a liability like that is not an asset at all. Well, because I know that I want to accomplish a lot, I've got really big goals. Like one of my goals is to make a million dollars a month. So that's a big goal. But in order to accomplish that goal, there are some days where I need rest. I need rest in the middle of the day. I need to meditate in the middle of the day. So before I might have thought that was a liability activity, but now I'm intentionally putting that into my schedule. I'm intentionally putting that as an activity that brings value to my, to my life to my system that's going to help me reach my goals. So it's not saying that you have to be planning every single minute of every day. That's not my point. My point is that there are times during the day that we need to control more than others. And we just need to make sure that those activities are bringing value to reaching our goals. What would be some other examples of assets? You're talking about creating an asset-only life. Uh, that you should be striving for? What would be some other examples of of assets you could attain? Um, An asset would be, um, I think an asset would be hanging out with friends. I mean, it really depends on what your goals are. So um, do you have a a goal right now that you're trying to accomplish, Jordan? Well, I'm going to be finishing this radio show in the next half hour or so. (laughs) That's a short term. Finishing the radio. Yeah. (laughs) So finishing the radio show, an asset would be to stay on the phone, right? I mean, that activity to keep the to keep this going. 
in order for you to keep the radio show going from now moving forward, you have to get guests on the show. You have to be networking with people. You have to be spending time with uh, certain referrals, I would imagine, other publishers of books to be interviewing authors. Uh, you got to be in touch with your clients. you got to be in touch with your listeners. Those would be asset activities. Um, an asset activity for you could be um, working out so that you have more energy while you're on the show. It's creating the environment and the conditions that allow you to succeed. That's, is that what an asset really is? Yeah, yeah. Future benefit. Yes, Okay. And, and what would be a liability? Just so we're clear, that's what the assets are. What would be a definition of a liability in your life? Um, the easiest thing is, you know, if I am, if one of my goals is to lose weight, a liability activity would be eating Swiss cake rolls, or eating oatmeal cream pies at night, or eating after eight o'clock at night, um, or not exercising um, would be a liability activity. A liability activity um, for me right now. Um, I really enjoy smoking cigars. Like I've kind of recognized the fact that like, I probably don't need to smoke as often as I have been. And I'm aware as I'm documenting my day every now and again, because I still do this myself all the time. Um, I recognize that's probably not the best thing for me. You know, not that I need to quit. I don't feel like I need to quit. But I probably don't need to do it the day before I try to run 10 miles as I'm training for my marathon. Does that make sense? It does. It does indeed. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, liabilities are things that kind of take away from making progress towards your goals. Assets are things that help you uh, achieve the goals is what it kind of comes down to. Yes. But it, but it really depends on what your goal is. You know, somebody could have a goal where binge watching Netflix could be an asset because they're trying to learn how people make documentaries or they're trying to see what documentaries are the most popular. If that's what one of their goals is, is to create a documentary. So that might be better research for them. It seems like the assets are harder and the liabilities are more fun and tempting. So you have to kind of resist temptation (laughs) to to avoid the liabilities. That's typically the way it works, yeah. Yeah, that's typically the, the way it works in our lives nowadays, I would say. Like, I mean, eat it's your hard, broccoli. You, know? you, you may want cake, but eat your broccoli, kind of, is what you're saying here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is that that's fair? A, that's a good way of putting it. I think, though, that based off of the creation foundation is that daily five is what turns those things that used to be harder for you to do that would be those assets. The daily five helps that to become an easier process, an easier activity, easier to overcome because you're practicing that daily discipline each and, and every day. And you're getting positive feedback because you're getting to accomplish what you want to because that helps as well. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing that we do uh, with ourselves is negotiate with ourselves from time to time. And yep. the more that we can confirm that we actually do what we say we're going to do, the more money we're going to make. Yeah, very good. All right, we're going to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is J.D. Frost. He is the author of a new book called The Life Ledger, How to Build a System to Reach Your Goals. You can find out more at his website about the book, which is thelifeledgerbook.com. 
And he also has another website with other resources called jdfrost.today. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is J.D. Frost. He's the author of a new book called The Life Ledger, How to Build a System to Reach Your Goals. His website for that book is the Life Ledger Book. Com. Welcome back to the show, J.D. Thank you very much. Glad to so be there here. Are five steps. We went step number one, the creation foundation. Number two, life mapping. Number three, life auditing. Number four, the filter, creating an asset-only life. And the final step is to outsource to elevate. What do you mean by that? Yeah, outsourcing, we were, you know, we were talking about, um, and I'll, I love the way that this chapter starts out. It's like, you know, what we're doing is we're saying like, okay, um, we need to take uh, hold of our lives and kind of take control as much as possible and start doing this mapping and auditing. And then all of a sudden now I say, well, now you need to kind of get all these activities that you just identified and outsource. Well, it's it doesn't take away the fact that we have to have a lot of self-accountability and personal accountability here, but outsourcing is twofold. Primarily, it's having a third-party accountability partner. It is asking somebody that you trust, that believes in you, that uh, wants you to accomplish your goals, and they become a part of your accountability team. The other is on these activities that we have figured out and identified and become more aware of, the asset activities we want to be doing, the liability activities we don't want to be doing. So for me, a liability activity is mowing my lawn, okay? Most people might say that's a liability activity, I would, I would think. 
but I need to outsource that. That's not something that I need to spend time doing. That would be the idea in step five of outsourcing to elevate. Now, some people might find that mowing their lawn is something that brings in a lot of rest. It brings them new perspective. It um, provides them a sense of accomplishment. With their goals, they might decide that that's an asset activity, and they would not want to outsource that. But step number five is finding those activities that you know have to get done still, but outsourcing them to other people and outsourcing the accountability to other people. How do you figure out uh, whether it's an activity, something you should do yourself or outsource? How do you kind of make that decision? I think that a lot of that comes down to whether or not it's an asset or a liability. Uh, if it's something that um, you are not getting any future benefit from, zero benefit whatsoever, I would be outsourcing it to somebody else. I continue to work with my wife on outsourcing our laundry duties around the house. Um, I don't believe that it brings anything but stress and worry and frustration um, to our attitudes. And so we might as well have somebody do that for us um, so that we are having a more clear headspace that we're not spending hours upon hours every single week doing the laundry. Yeah, okay. Okay, so those are the five steps. Then your next chapter is the four foundations of wealth creation. So the idea is that once you started reaching your goals, you can then ch channel your assets into creating wealth. What, what are the four foundations of wealth creation? Yeah, so um, at Croft and Frost, our guarantee is that we're going to change the way you think. Um, and so we take a consultative developmental and solution-driven approach to help people with building courage and creating wealth in their life. So as I was thinking about this one day, I was like, there's really four foundations to creating wealth that I've seen across thousands of business owners that I've seen their tax returns, their uh, investment statements. I mean, and all of them have these four things in common. When you really break it down, they are doing these four categories in like this circular motion all the time to where everything is feeding into itself. So the first foundation of wealth creation is increasing your recurring monthly income. Most successful people are constantly finding ways to increase their current monthly recurring monthly income. The second one is saving money on taxes. When you start to create a large enough income, you have a larger taxable income, so now they start to utilize the tax code to save as much money on taxes as they possibly can. Once you're saving taxes, then you're going to use the third foundation, which is protecting your income, utilizing tax-free wealth, okay? So the tax savings that you have is going to now fund your ability to create tax-free wealth in the future, which then will provide you the opportunity to invest in yourself and others, which is the fourth foundation of wealth creation. So the more people that I meet, the more people that I meet, the more people that I help, the more people that I invest in, like our team and our clients and our referrals, that is only going to then filter into the first foundation again, increasing my recurring monthly income. So let's take it one at a time here. So what are some ways 
that people who think they have a limited income or they've, they're trading time for money, basically, how can they increase their regular monthly income? Right. So if you're talking about a, a, a W-2 employee, I think that there are so many different ways to increase your recurring monthly income, especially utilizing social media marketing, utilizing LinkedIn marketing, uh, the ability to get on social media now and have an impact on somebody else's business is huge. And the best way to get started is just by starting, posting, making comments on articles that are out there, making comments on news that is out there. Um, this will get you into different networks, which will expose you to more people, which will help you create an opportunity, maybe learn a new skill that will increase your recurring monthly income. So, Having the mindset immediately of, oh, I don't know where to get started, or I'm just a W-2 person, or there's no way I can do that. Wrong mindset. We've got to have the mindset of we know we need to generate a a recurring monthly income, increase that. Now we need to go out there, start exposing ourselves to what other people are doing. Okay, and then saving on taxes. Now, recently, in the the, the 2017 tax bill, uh, the standard deduction was raised so dramatically that some, whatever, 80 or 90% of people don't even itemize anymore because they just take the standard deduction. So what are some ways in in today's non-deductibility world that people can save on taxes in a significant way? Well, most people that are making anywhere from 400,000 and over um, are the ones that are going to be able to have the biggest advantages here. Um, It's going to be as a result of investments that they make, um, investments in real estate that they make, investments in other businesses um, will be will help them to reduce their tax savings. Um, definitely generating a recurring monthly income, starting a new business is a way to create additional tax deductions um, in the first few years of that business as you're getting it going. Um, that's investing in yourself and others as well. And so that will uh, give you the ability to save money on taxes. But individual business owners, owners of LLCs, owners of general partnerships, owners of S-corporations have an ability to be able to create tax deductions so that they can reduce their tax bill. And your third one is to protect income uh, in a tax-free wealth way. Are you talking about uh, Roth IRAs or insurance? What what are some ways to protect your income in a tax-free vehicle? Yeah, so the main way to protect your income utilizing tax-free wealth is through life insurance, in particular whole life insurance, which has a bad rep uh, in the traditional grand scheme of things, in my opinion. Um, But um, life insurance provides you with a death benefit provides you with the opportunity to have a disciplined savings plan um, through funding that plan, has the ability to create tax-free wealth that you can take out in your retirement in a tax-free way, gives you the ability to become your own bank. So there's many benefits to protecting your income um, through tax-free wealth, which is utilizing life insurance. Um, I just got a book sent to me by a friend, I think it's called What Would the Rockefellers Do? And in that book, it's talking about creating tax-free wealth. And that is exactly what the ultra-wealthy have done for years and years and years. 
And for some reason, the general public just thinks, oh, yeah, whole life's not something for me. People just make a big commission off of it. It's not for me. It's the vehicle to create tax-free wealth in the future. So are you a believer in the so-called bank-in-yourself model of using insurance to build up assets and borrow against it? Is that a strategy? 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. It just takes a little bit of what I would call short-term sacrifice, which is about two to three years, in order to have long-term, long-term benefits. Um, and, yes, I've been utilizing that since um, 2018 myself. Yes, and then your fourth uh, foundation is to invest in yourself. You mean education, or what do you mean exactly by invest in yourself? Yes. Yeah, great great question. Thank you. So uh, investing in yourself and others. So I know my income has always increased when I met other people. So I go to conferences. I go to networking events. I travel around the world, um, constantly exposing myself to new people, new um new um, lifestyles. Uh, I just think it creates a growth mindset to be traveling and meeting new people. Um, Also could be learning new skills. Um, I mean, one of the easiest ways right now for people to go out and start making more money is to find people on the internet, on social media that are promoting their businesses and offer them copywriting services. People are looking so much, business owners are looking so hard for people to write copy for them, like little blurbs on social media posts and stuff like that. That is a way for somebody to start making, increasing their recurring monthly income immediately, right now. Um, And it's extremely powerful. So investing in yourself and others would be learning that skill, investing in yourself in a course that might teach you how to do that. I mean, not everybody is kind of outgoing. Some people are kind of shy about having new experiences and meeting new people. How can you overcome that? Oh, man, I would say the best way to overcome that is to jump right in. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, there's no other way. I mean, there's no growth in the comfort zone. There's no comfort in the growth zone. So you're going to get uncomfortable if you're growing. If you're a growing person, if you're going to be one that is going to actually reach your goals, it's going to be different. It's going to feel weird. It's going to be something that you don't want to do, or you don't do the things that you don't want to do, and you stay in the same place. Very good. Okay, we're going to take another break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is J.D. Frost. His book is called The Life Ledger, How to Build a System to Reach Your Goals. You can find out more at his website, thelifeledgerbook.com. He also has a personal website, jdfrost.today. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth and Equity's program. 
There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is J.D. Frost. He is a CPA in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He's written a book called The Life Ledger, How to Build a System to Reach Your Goals. And there's a website related to the book, which is thelifeledgerbook.com. Welcome back to the show, J.D. Thank you very much. Appreciate you having me. You end uh, your book with the five pillars of mastering tracks strategy. So why don't we quickly go through what those pillars are? Yes. So the five pillars of mastering tax strategy came from uh, just – I, I was trying to teach our team how I looked at tax returns and how I kind of analyzed tax returns over the years and um, what different areas I wanted to uh, identify where a client might have the opportunity to save money on taxes. So the first pillar of mastering tax strategy is tax planning. Um, the second one is entity structure. The third is your tax method of accounting. The fourth is what we call specialty industry tax credits and deductions. And uh, the fifth is captive insurance companies. So these different pillars, when I'm looking at a tax return for a client, I'm going through basically these five areas and identifying, okay, this might be where they might have an opportunity to save money on taxes, or this might be a specific entity structure that they should consider moving forward. Let's go to number five first, the captive insurance companies. Is this where you use the bank on yourself model you're talking about? Um, uh, It's kind of like that. Captive insurance companies are kind of a – they they are utilized by ultra-wealthy business owners in order to capitalize not just on the banking for yourself um, model as well as um, creating – different warranty companies for for their company, and it's a way for them to move money out of the business into more of an estate planning tool. So captive insurance companies really are an advanced tax planning strategy that is for anybody that's making in excess of a million to $2 million a year net. How about offshore, uh, legitimate offshore uh, Puerto Rico and Cayman Islands or, you know, there's other is that a legitimate way to save significantly on taxes? It it has been. It has been in the past, but now people are getting tired of actually moving down to Puerto Rico and living there for 185 days a year. Um, and so what we have found is that a lot more of our advanced tax planning strategists have uh, started utilizing what we call our legacy tax structure. And this is a tax structure that uh, – provides not only um, the uh, banking on yourself type benefits like we were talking about in that third foundation of wealth creation, but also benefits charities as well and starts to create legacy funds inside those charities. 
So the charities throw off income like a charitable remainder trust. Is that what you're saying? A little bit like that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it not only benefits the charity, but it's also benefiting the, the taxpayer and then also whoever is benefiting from the charity and their services. So I'd like to ask you a current question now. With the, the chaos in, in Congress we've had recently, do you expect any kind of major or even minor tax legislation to come out of the, the Congress we just started? Um, I do not. I don't think that they're going to be changing anything um, of significance. You know, we just had the Inflation Reduction Act uh, come out, uh, you know, last year in 2022. I don't think that they're going to have a lot of changes with it um, uh, over the next year or so. I don't think a lot's going to happen because clearly it's really difficult for them to even get the vote going. So, <laughs> if, if you were in Congress, though, what tax changes do you think should be made? If I was in Congress, I mean, I would um, obviously, I would think, uh, end up on the side of reducing taxes as much as possible. I think that opens up the economy a whole lot more and uh, provides a lot more opportunity for people to invest in businesses, invest in employees, invest in teams, invest in building new businesses. And uh, I think that that, in, in general, helps the economy. Are you concerned that with the kind of gridlock set up in the House particularly today, that we might actually default to the national debt? Um, I think that that is a constant um, worry or concern for uh, the media to put out there. I mean, I honestly am not one to pay attention to the media or to the news. I feel like a lot of it's very negative. Um, I, you know, I'm a younger entrepreneur and admittedly so, uh, been involved in, you know, the huge growth in the economy and the upside of the economy that we've felt ever since 2008. Um, and so I, I think that that fear is definitely out there. I do not think that they would let that happen just uh, in spite of, you know, where we are right now in our, in our economy. I think it would be extremely detrimental, obviously, if they let that happen. Uh, but I, I feel like that it's a, tool used for manipulation and, uh, you know, uh, helps people to end up getting what they want at the very end of the day. And it's always going to be wait, you know, we're always going to be quote unquote waiting to the last minute on that decision, the way things work now in Washington. You're all about planning and having goals. Um, how can you plan in a situation where you're not sure if that might happen? I mean, say they get very near the edge and we, you know, we, in 2011, we almost went over the edge. How do you plan for something like that? Um, honestly, I'm a big believer in the serenity prayer. Um, I, you know, I accept the things I cannot change, change the things I can, and pray for the wisdom to know the difference between the two. So no matter what, anything happens outside of my control, I cannot control it. And uh, ever since I started living out that prayer, uh, in my life since 2018 uh, as a part of my own sobriety. Um, it has greatly helped my mindset in thinking about things that are outside my control. So no matter what happens to the government, no matter what happens in the world, um, what I can control is my daily five. What I can control is my daily routine. Um, and no matter what is happening in the world, I've got the ability to do that. So I can accomplish anything no matter what's happening. 
as we have about three minutes left, kind of tell people what difference it will make in their lives if they follow the advice you have in the Life Ledger book. Uh, the Life Ledger is going to bring a new sense of clarity uh, in the activity that you're going to have on a daily basis so that you can actually build a system to reach your goals. Um, it's going to give you the awareness that you need um, in, in, in plain sight of where you're spending your time on a daily basis and where you're spending your time is going to be ultimately uh, a result of your financial your personal, professional, and financial goals being reached. And have you seen it actually happen? You've seen people take the system and implement it and really change their lives in a positive way? Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, a majority of the people on our senior management team um, all are utilizing Life Ledger now. Um, there are some videos on the website that talk about people and how it's affected their lives. I coach um, a guy named Joe Jenkins on Instagram every week right now where he started the Life Ledger about four weeks ago. Uh, he's already having results um, as, as a part of practicing what I talk about in the book. Um, and then another gentleman named Theo Sanders, uh, I was on the phone with him earlier today. He literally just created three new streams of income in his business by practicing the principles that we're talking about in the Life Ledger. And you just have to feel comfortable not being comfortable. That's an important part is to step out of your comfort zone if you want something to change for the that, better. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's right. That's uh, my business partner and I live by that saying each and every day. So when we're really uncomfortable, we know we're growing. And, uh, and I believe that's what we are called to do as human beings is to be uh, uh, people of growth and change. So people out there, they may not feel comfortable, but that, that, that means it's working, right? That's, that's exactly right. If I feel really uncomfortable, I know I'm growing. And that, <laughs> yes, it is working. Very good. Well, thanks so much. My guest this hour has been J.D. Frost. His book is called The Life Ledger, How to Build a System to Reach Your Goals. The website related to that book is thelifeledgerbook.com. He also has a personal website, which is J.D. Frost. Dot today. Thanks so much. I think people learned a lot in this edition of the Money Answer Show, J.D. Thank you. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week with another edition of the Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.